Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for April 2nd, 2020. I'm teaching a series right now entitled Reasons Why Not to Fear. In the middle of a global pandemic, I'm teaching Reasons Why Not to Fear. This is part 19. We're almost four weeks into this thing. Part 19. Reason number 19, why you should not be afraid. You know why? Because of your divine purpose. You have a divine purpose. You are called by God. The hand of God is on your life. You were birthed for such a time as this. And since you have a divine purpose, if you really are convinced of your divine purpose, you should not be afraid. Let's talk about it. In Mark chapter four, verses 35 to 40, the Bible says that day at evening, Jesus said to his followers, Hey guys, come, come with me. Let's go to the other side of the lake. So they left the crowd behind and they went with Jesus into a boat and there were other little boats with them. And then while they were there, the Bible says a very bad storm came upon the lake and then waves were coming over the sides of the boat, inside of the boat, almost to the point where it was full of water. While this was going on, Jesus was inside the boat, sleeping with his head on a pillow. And then his disciples, they woke him up and they said, teacher, don't you care about us? Man, we're about to die. <laughs> and Jesus stood up. He gave a command to the wind and the water. He said, peace, be still. Then everything stopped. Everything was calm. And he looked at his disciples and he asked them two questions that we're going to deal with today. He said, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? These are two questions that are re really pertinent to us today. Why are you afraid? Look at me, look at me. Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? So what does this mean to you today? I have two things to share with you in this morning. I'm gonna deal with two things. We're gonna attack this from two angles. Let's get into these two things. Number one, when you are convinced of God's purpose for your life, you can sleep through any storm that arises. When you are convinced of God's purpose for your life, you can sleep through the storm. Jesus was on this planet for a purpose. He knew he was not a mistake. He was placed on the earth for the Father's intended purposes, and he was convinced that the only person that could stop God's purpose from coming to pass in his life was him if he exercised human disobedience to the Father's plans. Well, guess what? Everything that was true for Jesus is true for you. You are on this planet because your heavenly father chose to send you to this planet for such a time as this. You are not a mistake. You were placed here on purpose. And the only person that can stop that purpose from coming to pass is you. If you choose to disobey God's plans. See, when you are convinced that you're on this planet for a reason, when you are convinced that you have a divine purpose and you know the things that God has revealed to you about your future, that these are things that have not come to pass yet, then you are not moved by opposition. Why? Because you've already seen past it. God has revealed things to you that are on the other side of the storm. So when God gives you a glimpse of what your future holds, right? And these are things that have not happened yet, 
then when the storms come, because storms will come, when the challenges come, when the obstacles come, see what God does is he shows you the end of a thing from the beginning of a thing, but he doesn't show you every step along the way. God shows you a glimpse about your future, but he definitely does not show you all the challenges you're going to face. God shows you your business succeeding, but he doesn't show you where it almost got to the point of being bankrupt. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so God will show you the end of it. He won't show you all the steps along the way because if he did, you would run the other way. You wouldn't want to deal with it. So there are storms that will come. But if you are convinced that God reveals something to you about the other side of the thing, then you know that this storm will not be the end of you. You know that this thing is not going to destroy you because every word that God spoke over your life shall come to pass. And if you really are convinced of that, you can sleep through the storms. In our text, in Mark chapter 4, verses 35 to 40, Jesus told the disciples, hey guys, we are going to the other side of the lake. Remember, Jesus only said those things he heard the Father say. So what he was saying is like, look man, we're going to the other side of the lake. Come hella high water, we are going to the other side of the lake. It was late. He was tired. He had been performing ministry all day. He went to sleep. The Bible says on a pillow, like, I mean, like that little detail just to, goes to show you how Jesus was knocked out. Jesus was knocked out sleeping in the middle of a storm and a storm arose and it was a bad storm. It was so bad that time tested fishermen like Peter, James, and John, these these guys have been on the water all their lives and they thought they were going to die. So this was a bad storm and they came to Jesus and Jesus was sleeping through the whole storm. See, while Jesus was sleeping and the disciples were freaking out, they came and they woke up Jesus. They was like, hey, don't you care? We're about to die. And Jesus, of course, got up and dealt with the situation. But let me go back to what Jesus say, said in response. Now, what Jesus did not say was, hey, guys, come here for a minute. Look, man, I'm sorry. I should have let you know that, you know, sometimes we're going to have to deal with storms. Jesus didn't say that. Jesus didn't say, hey guys, come here for a minute. Let me talk to you for a minute. Hey, look, it's understandable that, you know, this is a bad storm and so you're afraid and being afraid is okay. I guess it's understandable. Anyone would be afraid in this situation. That's not what he said. He said, look, come here for a minute. He asked two questions. Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? And these are questions that are pertinent for us today. It, it, if Jesus showed up today, he, would be like, he wouldn't be like, oh, you know, it's understandable that with coronavirus and COVID-19, you know, everything going on in the world, it's understandable that, you know, that you can have a little bit of fear, you know. No, that's not what he's saying. He would be like, hey, stop. Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? Now, listen, when we come to a text like this, as a preacher, I could take the angle of, let me deal with the disciples' response. And let me let me deal with the people that were with Jesus. And I could take the angle of saying, hey, when Jesus is in your boat, you should be okay. But no, Jesus was not just an example for us. Jesus was an example of us. So I don't want to take the angle. Every That's too easy. Taking the angle of everybody in the scripture that always is coming to Jesus. No, at some point in your life, look at me. 
as a born-again believer, as a blood-bought believer, covered by the blood of Jesus, filled with the Holy Ghost, called according to God's plan and purpose for your life, at some point in your life, you are going to have to read the Bible and read a story where Jesus was in the story and you stop looking at the other people that came to Jesus and you identify with Jesus in the text. You need to, I, the Bible says in 1 John 4 and 17, as Jesus is, so are you in this world. So it is time for us to identify with Jesus in the text and not with the disciples. It is time for us to be just like Jesus to the point where we are so convinced that what God said shall come to pass, that we're not moved by what comes, that we are not phased by storms, that we can sleep in the middle of a storm while everybody else is freaking out, we can be at peace to the point where like, what you about to do, Brother Pena? Man, I'm going to sleep. I'm taking a nap. You ain't freaked out? No, I'm not freaked out. You know why? Because I know what my future holds because my God has already been to my future and he's revealed things to me about my future that are future to me, but past to him, those things are already done. So I'm not moved. Say amen to that. All right, number two, I only have two things for you this morning. Fear is an indication, number two, fear is an indication that you are not operating in faith. See, when Jesus came and asked those two questions, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? He was basically saying, listen, even for today, in the middle of COVID-19, Jesus is saying through me, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? Let's talk about faith as I close. Faith is not about you trying to convince God to give you something. Faith is not about, oh, you know, my name is Jimmy. Give me, give me, give me. Give me this car. Give me this house. That's not faith, man. Faith, faith, faith is about God convincing you of the plans that he made for you from the foundations of the world. Faith is not about you trying to get God to put a yes on your plans. Faith is about God trying to get you to put a yes on his plans. Faith is not you convincing God. Faith is what happens when God convinces you. And when you are so convinced like Jesus was that we're going to the other side, then I don't care if a storm comes, we're going to the other side and I can sleep through the storm. The writer of Hebrews said in Hebrews 11 and one, now faith is the assurance of what we hope for. It's being sure that this thing is going to come to pass, and it is the certainty of the things that we cannot see. It is Faith is about being sure, and faith is about being certain. Faith is about being sure. I'm sure that what God said, I'm sure of what he said to me, and I'm certain that those things are going to come to pass, and it's only a matter of time before I see in my hands what God revealed to me in my heart, because as far as he's concerned, it's already done. See, when you live your life with confidence, and your confidence is in God and not in you, and you believe that for God, it's already done, and it's only a matter of time before it manifests in the earth. So when God reveals something to you, it might be future to you, but it's past to him. So for him, it's already done. For him, it's already established. In eternity has already been played out. So for you, it's only a matter of time. And if God showed you things, revealed things to you about your future that haven't come to pass yet, then doggone it, those things have to come to pass. So listen, you can, you're going to make it through COVID-19. You're going to make it through this global pandemic. While this thing, COVID-19, may have caught us off guard because we didn't know it was coming, it did not catch God, God off guard. God already knew it would come, and God still gave you plans, and God already knew it would come, and God still gave you promises, and every promise that God gave you shall come to pass. It wasn't like God is saying, oh, snap, I didn't know COVID-19 was coming. Oh, so my bad. I have to renege on those promises. No. Every Every promise that God spoke over your life is yes, and in him, amen, it shall come to pass. God factored in 
uh, uh, COVID-19 and he factored it out when he gave you those promises. So don't factor in what God factor out. You have to believe God. If God showed you something, it is going to come to pass. Say amen to that. You have a purpose. And since you have a purpose, you should not be afraid. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this today over your life. Say, Father, I am a believer. I'm not a doubter. I walk by faith and not by fear. I walk by faith and not by sight. Every word you've ever spoken over me shall come to pass. I will continue to believe until I see in my hands what you reveal to me in my heart. And I am not moved by what happens in this world. I am only moved by what you reveal to me from your realm. I live by every word you speak to me. I'm led of the Holy Spirit. I'm not trying to convince you to give me what I want. I am already convinced to believe and receive what you want for me. This is the life of faith. This is how I live every day. So come what may, I am convinced that your purpose will be manifested in my life. I am so convinced that when storms come, I'm able to sleep through the storm. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, please go to todaysword.org. Click on the subscribe button. Put in your email address there. Please sign up and you'll get my notes in your email inbox every day for free. If you're watching right now on YouTube Live or on Facebook Live, please leave me a comment. I want to know. I want to hear from you. Is this, is, this, is this series helping you? I believe that it is. I've been getting some response. I want to hear from you. I want, I want to be... Encourage me as I encourage you, basically. So go into this day and believe God. You are not here by mistake. You have a divine purpose and God's purpose for your life shall come to pass. Please share this message now. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.